Each year we celebrate this Feast of the Holy Rosary on October 7th, because October 7th is the anniversary of the great Christian victory at Lepanto, when the Christian forces came together in 1571 to protect Christendom from the infidel invaders. And also throughout history, Our Lady of the Rosary has been the defender of the Christian homeland. Once again, in the year, in the year 1716, when the, the Holy Roman Emperor defeated the invaders again in Hungary. It was again thanks to the intercession of the Holy Rosary. It was because Christians throughout Christendom were praying the Holy Rosary day and night, asking Our Lady to defend their homeland. And so, in our times today, we recall that with all of the spiritual difficulties, with all the demonic attacks we experience in our world today, that we once again have recourse to Our Lady of the Holy Rosary, asking for her protection for our homeland and for our souls. October 7th is also a very important day for the Institute of Christ the King. It was on this day in 2008 that we received the pontifical right status from the Holy See. As you know, the Institute was founded 30 years ago. On September 1st, 1990, we received our first canonical establishment. And when the community is young, it receives the approval of a diocesan bishop, and depends on the authority of that bishop. Then as the community grows and its constitutions are lived, those constitutions are approved by the Holy See itself, and thus it comes to depend canonically from, uh, from the Holy Father directly. And thus in 2008, on this day, we received that pontifical right status, and we give thanks to Our Lady of the Rosary, because we are consecrated to Mary Immaculate, and it's through her help that our institute came into existence, that it's grown, and that it continues to grow uh, at the service of the Church for the salvation of souls. And on this day as well, in 2015, five years ago, we recall the, the, the fire which ravaged our church home here at the Shrine of Christ the King. And five years later, we give thanks uh, to God that no one was hurt in this tragedy. We give thanks to the firefighters and to all those who helped um, to protect this church home and to uh, make possible our future. We give thanks to God for the five years of progress that we've had in rebuilding the shrine, and we trust that through the intercession of Mary Most Holy, if we persevere in charity, we persevere in our mission, that through her help and the help of St. Joseph, her spouse, that we will accomplish our goal of restoring this church, of enthroning Christ the King um, for the salvation of souls, um, and for the betterment of our neighborhood, our city, and of our nation. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, Amen. In school, we all learned about the great turning points of history. And indeed today, we commemorate on the Feast of the Holy Rosary, the turning points of Christendom and of the life of Catholics uh, throughout the centuries. And those moments are times when the course of history has been changed so that God's plan, God's plan would grow and that God's plan would be accomplished in his faithful servants. Well, today's gospel describes that central event, the greatest turning point in history, when we celebrate the incarnation of Jesus Christ, when God becomes man in the womb of the Virgin Mary. At the Annunciation, God forever changes the course of human civilization. 
And this is why the church has recommended down throughout the ages that the annulus prayer be said at 6 a.m., 12 noon, and at 6 p.m. Because the Annunciation, that moment when God became man in the womb of the Virgin Mary, this is the central event of our lives. And that is why that the first mystery of the Rosary is the Annunciation. Because at that moment, God changed forever the course of human history. Well, today's Gospel tells us how St. Joseph was already betrothed to Mary. For the Jews, betrothal was the already the first state of marriage. At this point, St. Joseph and the Blessed Virgin were already truly married, although they have not yet come to live together under the same roof. And yet St. Joseph saw that Mary was with child. Now, contrary to modern opinion, St. Joseph did not suspect the Blessed Virgin, his spouse, of any sort of, of adultery or unworthy conduct. No. Being a just man himself, Joseph recognized in Mary her purity and her sanctity. However, St. Saint jo- Saint Jerome tells us, St. Joseph, seeing that the Blessed Virgin Mary was with child, he decided to dismiss her quietly. Not because he felt cheated or betrayed, no, but on the contrary, because St. Joseph recognized that some sort of supernatural mystery was taking place in Mary. And in his humility, St. Joseph felt unworthy to participate in the divine mystery of the Incarnation, which was taking place. But when an angel came to him in a dream and told him to accept Mary as his spouse, St. Joseph humbly obeyed, and he accepted his sublime vocation. He accepted what God wanted him to do, and his life is forever changed. For Mary, likewise, the Annunciation is the turning point of her life. Mary did not fully understand all the details, but she trusted in the promise of God's presence with her in all future trials and sorrows. She believed in those words of the angel, the power of the Most High shall overshadow you. And thus, Mary did not give in to curiosity like Eve. She did not ask a bunch of questions about how all of this would be, but simply she trusted that God would help her every step of the way in her vocation. And she said, Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it done to me according to thy word. And so in the lives of each and every one of us, there comes at one time or another a turning point, a decisive moment which has an impact on our own personal history. Maybe there's a difficult decision to make, a family move, there's a career change, perhaps we've been hurt and we struggle to keep on going. Maybe it's the death of a loved one or a disaster, some sort of tragic accident which leaves us in a tailspin. Perhaps we find ourselves face to face with a strong temptation, or we simply feel like giving up the struggle to overcome our bad habits. We might feel spiritually drained. At whatever moments of difficulty and uncertainty we might experience, when everything might hang in the balance, well, let us repeat those words of St. John Henry Cardinal Newman. God created me to do him some definite service. He has committed some work to me, which he has not committed to another. I have my mission. 
I may never know it fully in this life, but I shall be told it in the next. And therefore I will trust him. If I am in sickness, my sickness may serve him. In perplexity, my perplexity may serve him. If I am in sorrow, my sorrow may serve him. God does nothing in vain. He may prolong my life, he may shorten it, but he knows what he is about. He knows what he is about. End of quote. So dear friends, in those crucial moments of our lives, as we try to discern God's will, what God is asking us to do, let us look to the Annunciation. Like St. Joseph and like Mary, let us trust in God. Let us offer our loving obedience. Be it done to me according to thy word. Like Mary and Joseph, let us learn to say yes to God at all times. Yes, when we don't see how or why. Yes, when we feel abandoned and discouraged. Yes, when others don't understand. Yes, when we feel like we are inadequate to the task at hand. Like so many generations of Catholics who have gone before us, in moments of great trial and difficulty, let us pick up our rosary and let us pray. Let us ask for what we don't have. Let us ask for courage when we feel that our strength is waning. Let us ask for perseverance when we feel like we can't go on any further. Let us ask Mary to help us every step of the way, knowing that when we have our rosary in our hand, it is as if we are little children who place our hands in their mother, who will lead them along, who will not allow them to fail, but who will bring them to the happy completion of their life. So let us trust in Mary, Our Lady of the Rosary, and let us go forth day by day in imitating the virtues of Mary and Joseph in our lives, knowing that it's not only the recitation of the rosary that will accomplish God's victory in our world and in our own life, but it is imitation of the virtues of Mary. It's trying to imitate the way that Mary lived. This is what will obtain for us happiness in this life and eternal happiness and joy in the life to come. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.